Oh, hello there. Oh, it's good to see you. Um, welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Um, I'm having a great Saturday. Don't know how you're doing this fine day, but um, Georgia played football. South Carolina did not. No. And we're going to talk about that today on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everybody, welcome back. It is Saturday. It is good to be a Georgia Bulldog, Daniel. Oh, is it not? I'd say great. I would go ahead and go as far as say great. I be. would say I want more of those first down, you mother. This is a family podcast. Let's calm mm. down, everybody. Mm. Um, glad y'all are here with mm-hmm. us. Uh, Georgia's mm-hmm. rolling. We're going to talk about three factors of the game. We're probably going to hit on Georgia's offense, Georgia's defense, how Todd Munkin is the best assistant coach in literally – all of football, and Pro, I'm including in college, <laughs> high school. It doesn't I don't matter. Care. Todd Munkin is the greatest. He's the most glorious. Kirby Smart is also the greatest head coach. Him and him, it, it goes really Kirby one, Todd two. Really, mm-hmm. if I was to rank how that goes, we're probably talking about that. We're going to talk about the rest of the landscape of college football because some teams didn't show up at all at the time of this recording. But Daniel, can't let's relate. Just, let's Cannot just start. Relate. Okay, let's talk. let me let me come out of the gate and let me tell you, Georgia fan. Why don't you tell us something? This team this mm-hmm. year, there we go. There it is. Okay, is head and shoulders better? Wait, we're your people. You're about to get your feathers ruffled right now. Okay, you're about to get upset. Head and shoulders. They're not ready. Better than last year's championship winning football team. When I say head and shoulders, let me say this: our offense. As John Tweet Sports has put it, is a buzzsaw attack to, attached to a jet engine. That's it. There's a there's an Instagram handle that I'm sure nobody follows because it's incredibly obscure. Okay, but it's okay. called it's called like um, unsafe grinder attachments, and it's just people <laughs> with a, have who have an angle grinder, and they just put like. Somebody put a machete, like attached a machete okay. to the end okay. of an angle. Somebody put, yeah. you know, like it's it's a fantastic follow Daniel. on Instagram. That's what this offense is. Daniel, blink twice if you need a well check. Because <laughs> if you are on that Instagram, I hear no, Okay, I got you. I got you. I got a well. Um, my well's been checked. We're all like, well y'all. Set. This offense is something else. Brock Bowers is the best offensive weapon. We told you on this podcast, we came on here and let you know well ahead of time that Brock Bowers is bound for a breakout. And how many tuts did he get, Daniel? He got all three of them tuts. He got one on the ground, two okay. via the air. Brock Bowers is not a human person. This is the first no. this is the first segment. We can get back to Todd Monk and we can get back to whatever you want to get back to. Brock Bowers is not a human person. He's a robot man. Yes. That some of these catches that he makes, some of these moves that he makes in the open field. Did you see that move in the open field? He went left, and then immediately he transported his body three mm-hmm. yards to the right, mm-hmm. and he gone for a full 70-some-yard touchdown. Uh, Brock Bowers is not – he's a cheat code. Sure. And He's not even the biggest mismatch of the tight end room. I'm sorry. Just again, let that sink in for just a moment. He's not the biggest mismatch. He's unbelievable. He is quick. He is fast. And many of y'all have pointed out, and and I pointed out too, 
it looks kind of awkward for him to get up and going a little bit. It he's got a lumber to him. He's got a bit of a a cadence that's that there's just something askew about. But Daniel, it. if I may, really quick, a lot of you are talking about that. If I may, it's kind of like complaining about a national championship trophy with a walk-on quarterback because he's not a five-star quarterback. That's kind well, of you don't what want a like. Ferrari. You no. don't want to drive a Ferrari. You want to drive a Ferrari, not a not a Honda. Uh, Honda Accord. I'm sorry. Talk to me about the Honda one more time. <laughs> like let's get let's get back to the Honda analogy here. Let's do that uh, again because Daniel, this place, this it's insane what we got going on. These this cat is something different. He is everything a Titan is supposed to be and more. Uh, he blocks when he needs to. He rushes when he needs to. He picks up speed. He jukes. He power moves. It's everything. It's everything. There's nothing that he's missing from his game at all. It it is it is a okay with me what Brock Bowers does. Uh, he's everything that you want in a tight end, and and really, you look at the combination of him and Stetson Bennett, and I mean these guys just came out and straight dominated this this the first half of the game, the um, ongoing in the game. It's it's just premium what this offense has been up to. And um, you love to see it from a Georgia fan's perspective. There was not as much run game as probably some Georgia fans wanted. Georgia fans wanted Georgia to come out, maybe establish the run. But Todd Munkin said, instead of establish the run, what if we just came out and established complete and total dominance over this other team? There was no gentleman's agreement at midfield, there was no, we'll take it easy on old Shane because he's a good old boy no. and we like him and we're interested. Like we were happy for Shane. There was none of that. What there no, was is a beatdown, a total, complete beatdown. That's what it was. It, it was this abject beat down over and over and over and there was nothing wrong with it um todd came out this this tight end room and specifically with brock i think the biggest thing the most important thing to understand all of of all this is 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 hear me out for a second i want you all to hear me with this this team is in fact young okay yes okay that's that's fine with me to understand that it's young it's a young team they're getting better with each and every single game. If they're yep. already at this level, okay? Just, again, hear me out. If Broderick Jones is continuing to play left tackle snaps, Xavier Trust, which, by the way, look, Daniel, can, can I, here. Can we, can we cue, can we cue it up? Let's get the, let's get some formal apology music queued up here because my man Clint needs to say some things. Xavier Trust is a beast, y'all. I told him. Yeah. I told you. I told him. Um, I said. I don't know what we're doing. I said I'm sorry right now yeah. because Xavier, yeah. you're you're balling out. Uh, we're gonna come back after this. I want to talk about the defense because again, I, that was a parlay into letting you know as this team continues to ascend, the defense is only gonna get better. And I don't know if you were aware of this, Daniel. Better than what? Then we giving up one touchdown on the year, Daniel. So let's talk about that. But first, I want to talk about Underdog. Underdog is a fantastic place to go for all of your fantasy-type betting with daily picks of college football. Underdog is great. It's fantastic. It's safe. It's reliable. It's quick action. And right now, they're giving you a $100 deposit match. You put $100, they will put $100 on top of that, up to $100. Promo code LOCKED at Underdog Fantasy. It's your way to get in there. 
It's picking two to six players. Uh, it's heads up. It's great action. It combines things that Daniel and I love, like sports betting and college football and fantasy type things. So get over there right now. Underdog promo code locked to get your hundred dollar deposit match guaranteed. Now, Clint, before we get to the defense, let me okay. follow back around because I can just I can sense the comments. I can intuit the comments. You know, sometimes you know what they're saying. I want to circle back around to what you open the podcast with because I do think it is the story of the podcast today. Georgia's better than last year's Georgia team. And the comments are going to read something to the effect of, let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's three games. We don't know how good these opponents are. Let's not get carried away. We don't want to overlook some opponents. We don't want to we don't sure. want to get swept up and caught up in the emotion of it all. Uh, so the key here is to remember this, Clint. Okay, key. We're not the players on the football team. Uh, no. Is that accurate? I am not. No, not, not one of the players on the football team. So it doesn't matter if we get swept up in the emotion of it, first of all. That's a ridiculous argument. Our emotions have, and I feel confident saying this now as a Georgia fan after last year, our emotions have literally nothing to do with what happens on the field. And so, yes, I can get swept up in whatever emotions I want. Point two, objectively show me where I'm wrong that this year's team is better than last year's team. I don't imagine last year's team mm -hmm. trying to stop this year's team. I oh. No. Okay. Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt are fantastic. Oh, they some are of the best. completely neutralized against this Georgia offense. But, completely neutralized against this Georgia attack. Let that sink in. It's it's wild to think that the offense could be so much better because of Stetson's confidence, another year in the system, Todd Monkett's play calling, all of that. The offense could be so much better, and the defense could be just as good. Clint, what's more surprising to you coming into this season, the offense being that much better or the defense being just as good? The, the defense being just as good, Daniel, has shocked me to no end. And this is, this is exactly your point. Look, y'all, I, I want to run down guys that we have on this team and who they are. Pops right now, Dumas Johnson. Yes, Might be that you. dude running sideline to sideline, over the top, scraping over Dawkins. Uh, might be scraping over the top. Jalen Carter did not play a lot in this game. He was relegated really to third down pass rush. But if he comes back in there and he does every down things, uh, Pops is a N'Kobe Dean-esque player. Tresman Marshall, welcome to Channing Tindall Quay Walker territory, where you are a heat-seeking scud missile. You just lock on and you are gone to the ball carrier daniel that man can fly and when he gets you you pointed out in the game he gets a, a head of steam going on a blitz through the a gap there ain't a running back in all of college football that's going to stonewall that cat and keep him from getting to the quarterback okay so tresman marshall's there we got dudes on this defensive line um the next name i'm going to go to michael williams daniel My 
That's my guy right there. There's so, uh, look. That's uh, my we're guy. Gonna, we're gonna name guys, okay? I will take mm-hmm. Malachi Starks because I, he makes me feel things that a player has not made me feel in a very long time. Daniel's taking. I'm your taking Michael. I'm taking Michael Williams. There it is. The way that he interacts with an offensive lineman when he gets a one-on-one situation, the Beautiful way the hands word. come across, and he just removes an offensive lineman from. You understand. He's not winning with scheme. Like no. Kirby no, he's not. and the gang are not scheming him to the quarterback. He's not winning with stunt. It's not a game that's being played up front that's usually getting him to the quarterback. The reason you see 13 in the backfield quite a bit, which you saw him in the backfield again tonight or Lots. today quite a bit, the reason you see 13 in the backfield quite a bit is because he gets lined up one-on-one with a tackle, and he just beats that tackle to the spot over yep. and over and over again, and he is playing game number three as a University of Georgia football player. Again, he's only going to get better. Smile Mondin, only going to get better. Pops, only going to get better. Um, and then you get to that that guy Malachi Starks, Clint. He did it again today. Uh, I don't know if you guys understand what he did again. So let me let me tell you what he does that is so different, and a freshman should not do. You're going to have guys that come in the league that can run really fast in a 40 yard sprint. Okay, that's cute and that's fun and that's a measurable metric, I suppose. Sure. You got guys out there who can bench and do all this. But when you turn on the game film, this is what's so incredible about Malachi. He can do all that. He can go out and play. But what he'd rather do is go out onto the field and put on the game tape and get eyes on the quarterback, read a passing route, and do it yep. beautifully well to anticipate the ball. He knew that ball was coming, and I swear he baited that throw by throttling down just a little he throttled down just a little on that wheel route and then accelerated through looking back the entire time picked that ball off that is not natural that is that is something now now georgia fan you're not gonna like this because Uh christopher smith is a dog to me i love christopher smith he's he's one of our best players christopher smith's not doing that he's a senior who's been in this program a very long time and will likely get accolades all going into draft and he's not doing all of them and he's not doing he's not on the level of malachi starks malachi starks is today and outside of i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna save keely because keely ooh, he, that boy can do some things that i haven't seen in a very long time too malachi starks might be our best db today okay. game three I, well that's not true but i understand i said maybe i say maybe but he's caught up in his feelings you don't have <laughs> to know. it's fine yeah, here's here's the point with the defense. We told you last week, just hold on, because we have all the talent in the world everywhere on the defensive line, linebacker, every level. We got talent for days. And the more comfortable they get, the more game reps they play, yep. the more that that Kirby and Will and Shu know how to utilize them, know where to blitz and know where the pressure to put. We're only going to get better. This defense that's already elite is only going to get better each and every SEC game. Look, there's no dispute. They're only going to get better. This team is playing at a level. Now, listen, it doesn't mean that we're guaranteed to win the national championship. That's not what no, that it means. Not. Nope. But we are the best team in college football, 
And there's no doubt about that. Anyone who's watching football will tell you that. And it's not particularly close. So um, we'll see what happens as we go through the season. We'll see what happens in the SC Championship game and the college football playoff. Not a guarantee that we're going to win the national championship. No, it's not. But we're better than we were last year. Yep. And we're the best team in college football. And I can't wait till the next Saturday so I can watch this Georgia team again because they are so much fun to watch. Yes, they are. Uh, I'm going to talk about LinkedIn. Dan's going to come back. We're going to talk about maybe some teams in the league that weren't doing some things. But first, I want to let you know about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the place that you need to go to get every single job search that you need. Search from millions and millions and millions of network people. Your job posting is going to get the person that you want right away. Mm-hmm. It's going to get uh, uh, the right candidate for the right interview for the right system that is your system. No one else's system. Uh, LinkedIn is the place to go. Put in the promo code LOCKED ON and you're going to get your free posting. LOCKED ON free posting. Get over there, LinkedIn. They're a fantastic, fantastic supporter of this podcast. We support them. The right person for the right team that you need. LinkedIn. Then let's talk about a couple teams that um, don't have the right people at the right positions. Boy, it is it is staggering when you watch some of these other teams and you see some things and you just think, couldn't be my coach. Couldn't Could, be my program. No. Couldn't be my – we are living – boy, we're living in a special time as Georgia we, football fans. Just, just soak it in, Georgia fans. It's we nice. really are. Uh, Brian Harson. Um, you're going to be left on a plane by himself somewhere. I, I, whatever planes that you got down there in Alabama, he's going to be stuffed to a pole by himself real soon. They got no quarterback. Uh, nope. They are they are wasting Tank. He is a very good running back. Yeah, very good running back being wasted on that team. Owen, Owen Papo just rotting away over there. Just. Auburn I mean, ain't a team, y'all. Sorry. Sometimes you make poor decisions in life, and then you play for Auburn. So That's on you. That's a you decision. I can't that's a help you. me help you. And if you're not going to let can't me help you, then that's on you. BJ um, Ojolari, you play at LSU now. So that's not on me. Oops. That's on you. I can't, I can't be helped. Yeah. Auburn is terrible. They're going to beat Alabama. We know that. But they are terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it's a terrible football team. The interim head coach is going to get a huge victory, beat Alabama, and um, then they are probably going to hire Todd Munkin to run the program. Oh, golly, so. I hate everything you just said. And when I said I'm very excited to see every single Georgia game from here on out, you have now made me hate my life instantaneously, well, Daniel. This is Saturday. That's really unfair to come with that aggression. But yep. as a Georgia fan, we've told you, we've warned you, get He's used gone. to it. Todd Munkin is gone. Okay. This, these are the things that happen. Okay. When, when you're a program like your Georgia right now, and by the mm-hmm. way, right, I, I know. I know that we don't have the multiple national championships, but since we've seen the blueprint before, I can definitively say we are watching before our eyes the dismantling of Alabama football. Bryce Young is not a dude. Go watch today's two-interception performance where he struggled, struggled can we against talk about UL Monroe. Can we talk about Jermaine Burton with one catch for 16 yards? Against now, hold on, now, Daniel. That's really that's really unique because now, I saw I saw Todd that to Lad McConkey. I saw Todd get Lad McConkey, Oscar Delp, Brock yep. 
big O, Denylon, Denylon, yeah. Kenny McIntosh, which by the way, here, I'm going to put somebody on notice right now. I was anticipating a very big game. We were both anticipating a big game for Kendall Milton, but mm-hmm. uh, bro, you're on notice because uh, Dejon mm-hmm. Edwards and Branson Ed- Robinson Branson. are the dudes. They come you, You're they, on notice. You could be the dude too, but you could. We just need to see. We need to see more of that from you. Um, the the manner in which Todd just has no recourse for just getting. Anyone and everyone involved in this offense. And my man said, I'm going to transfer out of this program. Again, we're we're saying that's a you decision. You. I'm going to transfer out of this program so that I can build my draft stock. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't have to share catches. Sure. I don't want to play in a prolific offense where everyone's (laughs) getting a touch. Do you know right now, Big O, he doesn't catch another pass all year. And he doesn't catch – he is a first-round draft pick this coming draft. He doesn't catch another another catch this year. Yeah. The thing was that Jermaine Burton was never a first-round draft pick. There it is. He needed to transfer somewhere like Arkansas State – so that he could have 2,000 yards receiving this year so that he could try to sneak into the third round. There it is. Because, I'm sorry, we're giving Lad McConkey some of these comps. And I think we might be, what if, Clint, and oh, just please. Hear, hear me out. Please. Walk down this road with me. Georgia fans, we've already told you this year's team is better than last year's team, which is the best it's Georgia team of all time. Better. We've already told you that um, Auburn's going to beat Alabama. We've already told you Todd Munkin's going to go coach Auburn. Well, if I could upset you some more. Please. What if I were to say that Lad McConkey might be – what's the name of that uh, that Clemson wide receiver that we keep comparing to? I'd lose this guy's name right now. This, uh, oh, little, yeah, he's on the Raiders now or whatever. Yeah, he played she, for six, eight years, nine years. He played years. for 200 years, and, yeah. uh, and uh, we said it last week on the pod. doesn't matter. What if he's less like that guy? Uh-huh. And what if he's more like Tyreek Hill? Because that's kind of who Lad McConkey's starting to remind me of. Ooh-wee. Lad Hunter McConkey Renfro, might be way. that dude. Hunter Renfro. He ain't no Hunter Renfro. He's more like a Tyreek Hill. Look, he's y'all, more I, like a Nicole Hardman. That's who Lad just, McConkey's that's more like. That's where I was going to go. You said, you said Tyreek. And that's fine. That's a, a fair comp. But Nicole was that dude in this like, offense. And he's, he's comparable, if not... If not better. Don't let that baby face fool you. No. That man will straight slit your throat and walk away smiling. Guys, guys we there are if you if you can't find in previous years, Daniel, like you kind of walked up and down the UGA roster and you're uh-huh. like, oh, okay. Everybody's favorite player is Nick Chubb. Everybody's favorite player is Sony. Everybody's favorite player is, you know, fill in the blank. And it was like, okay, Roquan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's real quant. I got it. Sure. Okay, sure. This this year with this team. Well, I mean, and last year too. And last who, year too. Who, who are you gonna, gonna pick? Who's your favorite player? Because I can get fifteen of us in a room and we could all choose a different favorite player. Be like, oh yeah, that's a dude right there. That's a that's a guy that can carry the team. And to your point, he's one of them, Daniel. He is what? one of those guys. Lad McConkey is one of the best wide receivers in all of the nation. Brock Bowers might be the best receiving threat to ever play football at Georgia. Correct. And 
he's not some people's favorite tight end on the team. Like, that's the University of Georgia that you cheer for. That's where we're at, y'all. That's why we go to South Carolina Mm -hmm. and we freaking lay the wood to that team. I don't know them out of their stadium. I don't know if I could express the joy that I felt, Daniel, because you know how many times I heard that stupid clucking of a rooster? Not that many. Twice. Not that many. Twice. No. I heard it. We rolled. We are fantastic. Hey, we're going to come back next week, talk all about this game some more, as well as look ahead to next week's action and talk about how this Georgia team is the best in all the land and better than last year's team and have a really good shot of going back to the playoff. This has been Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you guys then. See ya.